Hi, you're listening to This Is Not Your Practice Life. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friends. I'm a certified life and emotional intelligence coach. And if you really want to step into your highest self, there are a few non-negotiables you're going to have to learn, and I am just the person to help you do it. No matter your past, I'm here to help you create a more fulfilling future. So stick around with me. Not only will I teach you how to navigate your brain's daily mind drama, but I'll help you actually understand your mind, your emotions, why you do the things you do, and why others do the things they do. Most importantly, I'll help you build the self-awareness skills to create whatever results you want. It's never too late to change the trajectory of your life. After all, this is not your practice life. Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to another episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. My name is Macy and I am so excited that you're joining me for today's episode. If you're a brand new listener, welcome to the podcast. I hope that you get everything you came for and more. There's a lot to see here, over 200 episodes now, which is hard to believe. And if you are a returning listener, as always, thank you so much for being here. Really quickly, I do want to say if you've never left a review for the podcast, please do that. If you are an Apple podcast listener, you can scroll to the bottom of where you see the show and leave a review. Um, I love the written reviews. I love reading them. They mean so much to me. They also boost the algorithm so that more people on Apple can find the podcast. And then if you listen on any other app, a lot of them don't let you necessarily write a review. Some of them will let you leave um, like stars and all of that stuff. And I always appreciate those. But if you do want to just share how the podcast has helped you in your life or, you know, something that has been profound that you've heard on this podcast that has been life-changing, you can always go to macyrenee.com. There's a tab called This Is Not Your Practice Life Podcast, and there is a little tab on there where you can leave a Google review for me. And I read those, I try to respond back to those, and I just appreciate them so, so much. So Please do that if you haven't already. It means a ton to me. All right. So you guys, something that I hear my clients tell me all the time is I feel stuck. So that is going to be today's episode. We're going to talk about this statement that so many of us use, I feel stuck. And I have to say, it might not be what you want to hear but it's going to be helpful because it'll be what you need to hear and how to overcome it, okay? So the big thing about this phrase, I feel stuck. One, it I really believe this, okay? This doesn't mean you have to believe it, but what I have found after coaching hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people is that I feel stuck is no more than a limiting belief. It comes with a lot of secondary emotions like frustration, sadness, disappointment, defeat, and it feels so true when we're in this place where we're sta- where we're saying I feel stuck. You may feel stuck in an unhappy relationship. You may feel stuck in, you know, the way that your family dynamics are, maybe with a mother, a father, um, in-laws, however that goes. You may feel stuck in your job and, you know, doing something maybe you don't really want to be doing, but it feels safe. You may feel stuck in your business, like things are not 
growing or, you know, working out the way that you had hoped when you started that business, so on and so forth. You may be feeling stuck in your weight, like you have started the fitness journey and you're trying to eat better, you're trying to work out, you feel like you're being pretty consistent and you're just not seeing the results that you expected to see. So I feel stuck can come from a place of I have an expectation and I don't see the results of that expectation or I feel stuck because my brain believes there are limits as to other choices available to me. Okay, so the thing about I feel stuck, here's the truth behind this phrase, and I know that this may feel very, very frustrating, but you're never actually stuck, right? There's very, very few scenarios in life where you are actually restricted and stuck. A lot of times, most of the time, I would say, there is always a secondary choice that you can make, but here's the hard truth. The emotions you would have to feel to make that secondary choice feel so hard for your brain to comprehend because of the emotions that you will feel that instead your brain uses I feel stuck as the limiting belief to keep you in safety. So for instance, I just want you to imagine that you have been in a job that you dislike, maybe you even hate it, it feels like it is draining your soul every single day. And every single day that you come home, you swear like this has got to be the last year I'm at this job or it's got to be the last month I'm at this job. This this should have been my last day. I should have turned in my two-week notice today or just you know resigned today. So many people get stuck in that. And if I ask them, why, you know, well, why didn't you? Why don't you quit? Why don't you find something else that you would enjoy more? Why don't you do X, Y, Z instead? They'll say, oh, I just, I don't even know. I just feel so stuck. Like I'm just so stuck. And I'm like, why are you stuck? And a lot of times the reason or the explanation that they give me then comes the hard thing that they don't want to actually choose, right? They're like, oh, well, I'm stuck because I just... Like I carry the health insurance. We have the best policy under me, my husband or my partner. Like they don't have health insurance at their job or they don't have as good of health insurance at their job. And so that would be really stressful. And then, you know, I just, I don't know what I would want to do. I don't know what else I'm good at. I don't think that I would want to stay in this career path. I'm not sure that I would make the same amount of money or more money somewhere else. I, you know, have so much uh, vacation time built up with this position or, you know, at least I know what to expect every day, even though I hate it. I know my coworkers, I kind of know them and how they operate. So I wouldn't have to like, you know, learn a bunch of new things and suck at it or mess it up. And so they'll give me all of their reasons. And you listening right now, you may have some of these very reasons of why you're quote unquote stuck in something, why you feel stuck in something. And what I want to tell you is that really what is happening is that you're not stuck at all. You're not actually stuck at all. The only thing that has happened is everything else that you mentioned, quitting, finding another position, figuring out what you would rather do, being unsure of the money you could make, whether it would be the same or more or less, 
giving up your vacation time and starting vacation time all over again, etc., etc., your health insurance packages, whatever. Everything that you think about those individual things create individual emotions in your body. Fear, uncertainty, maybe like anxiousness, right? Doubt, um, sadness maybe, right? Any of those uncomfortable emotions that bubble up when you are getting ready to push yourself or considering pushing yourself to do something that your brain doesn't already have a predictable pathway for. So instead, your brain goes, I feel stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck in this position. It's never going to get better. I'm going to hate my job the rest of my life. I'm going to like die at this job and be miserable my entire life. Like it's just, this is how it's going to be. I've done it for 10 years or 15 years or 20 years and I hate it, but I'm just, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I have no other skills. I don't even know how to redo my resume. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. Every, every roadblock that your brain comes up against, every reason I should say, is just a limiting belief, a limiting barrier that is keeping you from the potential that you have to go create the thing that you really actually want. And what you may actually want to create is just being in a career that you're happy with, having work that feels purposeful, having the opportunity to make more money, having better morale at another place where you're treated better and where people appreciate you. Like all of these things are available to you when you make different choices, but the problem is not that you're stuck in whatever it is that you think you're stuck in. The problem is that you haven't built up the emotional intelligence to have your own back as you do the scary things and make the scary choices, which will then yield those results, right? Or taking the risk to see if those results are possible. This is why your emotional intelligence and the work that you do around it is so important because a lot of times whatever you think your limit is that's keeping you stuck, that's often not the actual limit. The limit is how your brain interprets you will feel and whether or not you're willing or not willing to feel those emotions and carry yourself through powerfully. Okay, that is the difference. So a lot of times you'll you'll even hear this in business, like people are not, there, there are so many people out in the world that have businesses that are not as smart as you, not as talented as you, don't have the same skill set as you, right? And, and you might look at certain people in business and be like, oh my God, how are they doing that? Like if they can do it, I can do it. It's because it doesn't really matter what, talents or skills they do or do not have the fact of the matter is they're willing to feel any emotion as they put themselves out there to go do the scary terrifying things right they are not bound by their limiting beliefs the same way that so many of us are and that's what you have to be aware of so I feel stuck is a protective mechanism within your brain to keep you in a place where maybe you play smaller than you would if you just didn't believe that you were ever stuck. So that's what I want you to practice trying on for yourself is what if it's never possible that you're stuck? Then what happens? Then what choices do you make? Then how do you show up? What do you decide when you stop 
believing the story that your brain gives you. Like, I feel stuck. I'm stuck. This is just where I'm going to be, right? You have probably also seen this in some people's relationships. Maybe it's even been you where you're not completely happy in a relationship or you see someone who's not completely happy in a relationship, but they will tell you, I feel stuck. I just feel so stuck. I feel like I can never get out of this. I can't escape, you know, how this feels. And again, if you ask them why, it might be, well, people will judge me or in my religion, it's wrong to get divorced or, you know, to, to leave or my in-laws, you know, will not be happy with me. My parents will be disappointed in me. I won't know how to take care of my family. I won't know how to pay all of the bills. I don't want to leave a certain neighborhood or our families be split up like there's all the reasons that come in and the reason that I want to really like drive this home for you is because all of the things that I just mentioned all of those reasons that someone's brain offers for why they're staying they are not actually stuck okay that's so important to distinguish they aren't actually stuck they're just not willing at this time, to feel the discomfort of making decisions that feel like absolute trash, okay? It feels like trash to think about breaking up a family, absolutely, right? To to put yourself in your, in your children's position and think about how that's going to affect them. That feels like trash. If you're, especially if you're an empathetic human, which most of my clients and most of the people that are drawn to me are, they're very empathetic, Okay, and you think about people and how other people are going to feel and you like you would bog yourself down with 40,000 pounds on each shoulder carrying the weight of the world before you would ever want someone else to feel disappointed or sad because maybe you're a people pleaser, right? Or you're just someone that anticipates someone else's pain and you can't bear the thought of them feeling the pain. So you will endure the pain for as long as it takes. Okay, this is a lot of my clients. This is the pattern that I see in them. It's like, as long as everybody else is happy, I'll just, I'll just drown, right? That's, which is kind of how I was before I found coaching. That was really my MO. It's like, as long as everybody else is good, even though I'm in the ocean without a life vest and, you know, trying to just barely keep my head above water so I don't drown, as long as everybody else is in the lifeboat, I'm good. I'll just float here until I go under unless somebody helps me, right? But I'm not going to ask for help. So they, they're going to have to like throw me um, a life vest or they're going to have to like throw me the buoy that I can grab onto. I'm not going to ask them for it as long as they're good, as long as they're healthy, as long as they're, they're in the lifeboat okay, like I'll, I'll just hang here. That was very much how I lived my life before I found coaching. Seriously, I was a people pleaser. I didn't want to disappoint anybody. I didn't like confrontation. I didn't, I didn't want to feel uncomfortable. I didn't want anybody else feeling uncomfortable. And so what I did, you know, subconsciously was put myself in a position of burnout and feeling stuck and also having the story that, you know, I'm talking about today with you all is that I really did feel stuck. I felt like I'm never going to escape how I feel in my life. Like this is forever. I'm going to feel like this the rest of my life, trying to make sure everybody else is happy and just drowning. Like I didn't even know that there were other options. I didn't know there was a way to pull myself out. And what I'm telling you is that there's always the option to pull yourself out of any situation that feels hard, 
whether it is a relationship or your um, career or your business struggling and you want it to thrive or, you know, the relationships you have with certain people, there's always a way, there's always the part you can play. You can't control everybody else, right? You can't always control all the external circumstances, but you can control what's happening inside of you internally. And I feel stuck is a telltale sign of Even if there are other options available to me, I don't like them. I don't like those other options that are available to me because they make me feel like shit, right? Like I don't want to think about hurting someone's feelings if I tell them I'm done in this relationship. I don't want to think about how that's going to impact everybody else in my life. I don't want to have to think about leaving this job and having, you know, my partner be in more stress because we've got to figure out health insurance. It's not that you're stuck. It's that the other options available to you require a different level of skill, aka emotional intelligence, and oftentimes require unknowns, maybe more risks, and your brain is trying to protect you from the crappy emotions you're going to feel as you step into that version of yourself. So think about the version of yourself that's terrified to start a podcast, right? And so the options are start one and feel terrified and unsure and, you know, flounder, right? Basically like be willing to fail and feel all of the judgment of putting a podcast out there in the world for people to hear and judge and talk about and maybe they'll love it and maybe they won't. Or the other option is to never start a podcast, to never try, right? And and someone could come to me and be like, I feel stuck. I, there's just so much stuff I want to do in my life and I'm just so stuck. And the first thing I'm going to do as your coach is be like, why? And you're going to give me all the reasons. And I'm like, no, no, you're not stuck. It's not, you're not actually stuck. There's no reason why you can't be doing that or making that decision. You just don't like the decision. Start being honest with yourself about that. Stop using the phrase, I am stuck. You're not stuck. You just don't like how you're going to feel if you make the choices that will get you to the result you want. You don't like it. And so if you can say that instead of I am stuck or I feel stuck, you're going to at least take enough of your power back to see that you have more control than you're giving yourself credit for. Don't say I feel stuck. Say I see all of the decisions I can make and I don't really like those options. I'm sitting with that. I'm figuring out what decision I want to make. I'm not stuck, but I just I know that I'm not going to feel you know, very many great emotions if I make some of these other choices. Like it's going to feel painful. It's going to feel disappointing. It's going to feel hard. It's going to feel anxiety ridden. It's, you know, it's going to feel challenging. And I don't know that I'm ready to feel that. That's what you're up against. You're up against feeling the feelings and working your way through as you feel them, becoming a version of yourself that can handle feeling more variety of emotions That is what I help my clients with, okay? So I just want to bring you that because I think so many people lose their power whenever they live in the limiting belief of I feel stuck or I am stuck. It's just not true. It's just not true. Most of the time, it's just not true, okay? So if you notice that you're doing this, I just want to offer you that you're not actually stuck. You do have other options, 
you just at this time in your life don't like how you're going to feel if you move forward with those other options. And I get that because emotions feel really hard for us to manage. We get very overwhelmed as humans. We feel a lot of stress. And if we don't have the tools and we don't have the skills, it's easier for us to stay in our limiting beliefs and stay exactly where we're at. And that is why people do not change or struggle to change. It's also why even if you are actively working to change, why it can take a good amount of time and why you have to give yourself grace. You're always up against your brain doing its best to keep you safe. It's doing its best job. It thinks, oh, if I at least, you know, give her this limiting beliefs or or him this limiting belief, if I at least, you know, kind of forewarn them of how they might feel and I just give them a little taste of how it might feel to make that scary decision, maybe they won't do it. And then we won't have to feel like crap and then we'll be safe and then we'll stay in our little bubble of safety and it'll be all happy, right? That's the way that our brain treats us. So if you don't go to war with your brain and say, no brain, I actually want this result in my life. This is the result I want in my life. If you're not prepared to go to battle with your brain, right? And and be willing to stand up for yourself in the sense of I will be safe even if I feel every horrible emotion. I will still be safe. It won't feel good, but I know at the end of the day, I am not actually in danger. It'll feel like danger, but it won't actually be. When you're willing to be that version of yourself that's willing to feel everything and take action from that version of yourself, that's when all of the opportunities in the world opens up a whole new set of doors. That's really what we do in the hybrid experience. There is the version of my clients where they come in and they're like, I want this to change in my life. I want this to be different. I want to push myself and do this thing. And then there's all of the limiting beliefs and all of the emotions that they're not willing to feel. And in the hybrid experience, we dig really deep into advanced concepts that will help them overcome themselves. Like get over yourself, right? We're going to do the hard thing. And you've got a group of women here who are hearing exactly what you want and are going to hold you accountable. And you're going to listen to all the things they say they want and you're going to hold them accountable. And instead of us all jumping into each other's, you know, mind drama and, you know, letting each other kind of dwindle back down into safety, we're going to hold each other at the standard of playing really big no matter what the person's goals are. Some people come into the hybrid experience and they have you know, health goals. Some people come in and they have relationship goals. Some people come in and they have business goals. Some people come in and they have career goals. Some people come in and they have parenting goals. It doesn't really matter what the goal is. The fact of the matter is they recognize an area where their brain is fighting them so hard to remain the same. And by the time you're ready to get in the hybrid experience, you're like, I am ready to actually battle and go to war with myself to get myself out of this situation that I know is not serving me and who I desire to be. Even if that's three years from now, five years from now, like I want to start the work now to get myself out of these patterns that are not serving me. That's how you know you're maybe ready for the hybrid experience. It's more intense. It's um, very um, structured and focused to help. Like every time your brain tries to take you out of the game, we throw you back into the game, right? 
And it's, it's big work in there, but it's really for the people who are like, I'm just tired of the story of feeling stuck. I'm tired of this, you know, I'm going to do it. This year's going to be different. And then all of a sudden it's not right. So we start building them up with the skills and the concepts that are going to challenge all of the crap that our brain really fights hard to hold on to. That's keeping us from our greatest potential. So all of this to say, um, I do want to make a quick announcement about the hybrid experience because two rounds ha- are, you know, I'm currently in the second round right now. They will finish the second round in March, early March. And I was up against some decisions of how I wanted to proceed. It was like, do I want to always offer two rounds per year to give people two opportunities to get into this powerful room? Or do I just want to offer one round because this program, you know, is more intense and do I want to stretch even myself as an entrepreneur? And I sent out a form and got a lot of feedback on it that came back. It was so helpful for any of you that filled that out. Thank you for doing so. And it helped me make some really powerful decisions. And I just want to share some of that with you because I know that there are people who are considering this room and this information is going to be very helpful if you've been thinking about putting yourself in the hybrid experience room. So here's the deal with the hybrid experience. You get, it's the creme de la creme as far as what you get when it comes to emotional intelligence and mindset coaching. You get one-on-one private coaching calls with me. You get um, group coaching calls with all of your peers where the content is very structured. You're learning concepts. You're learning how to apply them. You're getting coaching on them in real time during our calls. And then after the six months that we spend together, you get to come in person, meet your peers, meet myself, and we coach more. But it's also the opportunity for you to relax and be pampered and be spoiled and just enjoy your time for all of the hard work that your brain has been doing. Because seriously, the hybrid experience can be a little bit of a brain twister, okay? Especially when it comes to like just amping up what you're doing already in your emotional intelligence work. So with this being said, I decided that for 2024, I only wanted to offer one round. And the reason that I only wanted to offer one round is because I decided I wanted this round to be a little bit more expansive and I wanted to offer an international retreat, which requires much more planning and much more work on my end. So with this being said, The third round of the hybrid experience will start in July of 2024 and obviously will be six months. And then at the end of that six months, it will put us in January of 2025, in which case you will fly to meet your peers in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. You guys, this is going to be incredible. The homes, like there's... um, options that I've narrowed down. They're stunning. They're fully staffed. It comes with butler service. There's maid service. There's bartender service. There's everything. Like you will not have to lift a finger. It's all inclusive. So here's the thing about this program. The price that you are paying includes six months of coaching, 12 one-on-one private calls with me, 12 group calls. So 24 weeks total of coaching. In addition to a custom over 200 page workbook 
and a Facebook group. There's all of these kinds of amenities, but then on top of that, it includes your retreat stay, which is four nights, and that will be in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. The only thing that you are responsible for, for this third round that of the hybrid experience is your flight to and from Mexico from wherever you live and your passport if you don't already have one. In which case, if you're even thinking you may want to be in the hybrid experience, I highly recommend you go ahead and you get your passport immediately because it can take some time. Okay, so go ahead and do that even if you're on the fence, just so you're clear if you decide last minute, I want to join the hybrid experience, you're good to go as far as your passport, okay? So that is the only thing you're responsible for. You get six months of coaching in addition to a four-night luxury retreat. It's all-inclusive when you get to Mexico. I'm taking care of your car transportation this time for this round to make sure you make it safely to the villa and back to the airport, okay? With this being said, on the form that everybody filled out that was interested, that knew that they were interested in rounds, future rounds of the hybrid experience, most of the people said their barrier to entry was the fact that there was not long enough to pay the program off. Like you really wanted to be in the room, but the pay in full was really hard or the three month payment plan was really hard for you. You just needed it to be stretched out. So here is what I'm doing. Although the hybrid experience does not start until July of 2024, I know that feels far away. Trust me when I tell you it will come by really, really quick. I am offering early bird enrollment starting January 1st. If you sign up January 1st through the end of January, probably what is that? January 31st. Anytime during the month of January, you can put yourself in the hybrid experience room for $850 a month. You'll do that for eight payments. So one time a month, eight times, $850 a month, and you will have a booty in the seat for the hybrid experience third round. Again, this is going to be the only round that's offered in 2024. And this is going to be the lowest monthly payment plan option that you will have between now and the program starting. So if it is money and if it is the fact that you do need a longer amount of time to pay it off, this is going to be your opportunity. As a result, anybody that signs up in January, there's a few things that are bonus points for you. One, you secure one of the 16 spots. The thing about these beautiful villas in Mexico that are fully staffed with everything you could ever imagine is that most of the homes, even the most luxurious ones, and trust me, if you know me, you know we stay in luxury. That is, that's just me. That's, you're going to be staying in luxury. Let me just tell you that. Um, with this being said, there's only enough room for about 16 people for the retreat. Okay. And because I want everybody in the program to be able to experience the retreat, there's going to be 16 spots sold. So if you're one of the first ones to sign up in January, you've guaranteed your spot as one of the 16 spots. The second thing is you do get the longest amount of time to pay it off. There will not be another opportunity for you to have an eight month long payment plan. If you wait to sign up, that is fine, but know that each month that you wait, it's going to end up being a three-month payment plan or a pay in full. So if that is not possible for you, just keep that in mind if you're a person that decides to wait. The third thing is that there is a benefit for people that sign up early 
Um, for me as an entrepreneur, whenever I know how many people are signing up, I'm able to solidify more of the plans earlier on. That is so helpful for me. And so as a result of you doing that, you will get an extra bonus gift in your welcome box when we're starting. Okay. A few weeks before we start, I send out a, a welcome box. It has your workbook in it. It will have a bonus gift in it as well as a thank you for signing up so early because it helps me so much in my planning and figuring out like every, every aspect of what I have, you know, going on to make this program possible. So I know that that was a long announcement, but I did want to preface that because you will be able to sign up starting January 1st. So if it's important for you to be able to grab one of the 16 spots that will be available for the third round and the only round available in 2024, you'll want to do that as soon as possible. And another thing that I want to say that I think is so amazing is that we will be in Cabo the beginning of January 2025. What better way to start a brand new year than to feel rejuvenated and refreshed and excited and have having met, you know, having met all of your peers that are working on emotional intelligence as hard as you are. Like I think that's going to be such a beautiful way to start your 2025 year and just so much fun, you know, to, to be able to have that experience. So this is something to definitely think about and consider. And again, if you're, if you're not worried about the money or the payment plan, you will have a longer amount of time to figure out putting your, yourself in the room as long as the seats don't sell out. So if you have any questions, feel free. You can, um, email me any of your questions at coaching at macyrenee.com so coaching at macyrenee.com or if you have me on social media you can message me on social media but again January 1st $850 a month eight payments and you can put yourself in the room it'll be the most affordable lowest monthly payment that will be offered to put yourself in this room okay I'm so excited to see who will be joining our third round to see who I'm going to be traveling to Mexico with in the beginning of 2025 and if you all need anything let me know otherwise I will see you all next week have an amazing holiday or holidays with your family bye guys hey there Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at Macy Renee Coaching. And if you want to stay up to date on all of my offers, announcements, and inspirational emails, you can join my email list at MacyRenee.com. In addition, if there's a way that I can further support you in your coaching journey, you can schedule a free 60-minute consult at macyrenee.com anytime you want so we can discuss the best options for you. I look forward to seeing you next week, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye!